Welcome back to Power Work Crit, everybody. My name is Corin, and I will be your dungeon master today. With me are four Jiggly players. They are... Jiggly? <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> I'm Kayla, and I'm playing Irithel Boreal today. I'm Andrew, and I'm playing Gabriella Glimmer Glimmer. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm playing Izzy Vulcan Mob. And I'm David, and I'm playing Mickey Suresafe. So... Put in a box! Put in a box! Yeah! <laughs> I, I pull out the box that we got from... Granny Grey Willow, and I try jamming you know, the amulet out of Spira's hands into it. I like that we're just skipping recap <laughs> entirely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That straight, is a recap. Straight straight out of about? Re it's action. We left on action. We got to start with action. <laughs> it's true. So, okay, no recap. You throw it into the box and slam it shut. Darn it. Miram was going to try to blind it. Well, he uh, says he's doing that, but who's faster, Gabby or Miram? Yeah, it's true. Oh, yeah. Who's got the faster DX? Miram was asleep. Miram rolled a one. Oh no. Miram heard the voice perked up, struggled to get out of the knapsack, and it's in the box. I have a 12. Okay. Yes, yeah. it's definitely in the box. You managed to slam it into the box. Spira looks quizzically at the box and kind of shakes her head and says, Well, I guess whoever it is knows me. Did you recognize who it was? Sounded familiar. Let me make some calls. Like her brows furrow into the angry man meme. House oh, calls? No. <laughs> huh? House calls? Yeah. Let me make some calls. Is the box on the ground or in your hands, Gabriella? Oh, it's currently like in our arms because this is a long box. This is oh, that's true. That yeah, it might have a scepter was. in it or something. Yeah, Miram's on the floor at your feet looking at it going... <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you leave that here with me and go take care of that thing? I'll make some calls and... We'll reconvene. I mean, we, we came here for, to you about this, so we don't need it with us as we're going out to get the monster. This sounds like a good plan. All right. And hopefully we don't die. And she... Yeah. So so real quick, Mickey doesn't like the way that she said that. It sounded really suspicious. Can okay. roll insight Ooh. against her? Sure. That is an 18. She sounds confused, curious, and just a little twinge of fear. Okay. So I know we've already done the inside, but I just realized that Irithel is just paranoid when this thing comes up. So she's not sure she wants to leave it out of her sight just yet. So can she also roll insight to see if she can trust Spira? Sure. Natural 20. Plus your six. Plus my six. <laughs> I has insight. So with Spira, she definitely seems confused. She seems curious. And the twinge of fear, but you also get a sense of frustration because you see her kind of looking off into the distance. You know, when somebody's thinking really hard, their eyes kind of go back and forth like they're mm -hmm. searching for something. It looks like she's thinking really hard, trying to figure out who that voice belongs to. And it's not ringing any bells. Okay. I'll leave it here then. And I'll take Miram with me because otherwise I was going to leave Miram here to protect the amulet. Uh, it, it did that before when we were in the tunnels. When we first picked up the amulet, it sprung to life and... When Irithel was holding it, he said, Oh, my dancer, I found you. Well, that's unnerving. It really was. It really was. I will have to tell you my story when we get back. You think it's his real eye? If we stab it, can we blind him? As much as I would love that to be the case, I, I sincerely doubt that. Dang it. <laughs> she holds her claw out for the box. Uh, yeah, I'll lift it over to you. She gingerly grabs it with her claws, like pinces it very, very gently and... Holds it out far away from her and just sets it on a table. And this is using one of like her scorpion body claws. Yeah, one of her scorpion body okay. claws. Because she also has like a fairy torso, right? She does, yeah. 
But not claws on her fairy hands. <laughs> She's a scorpion centaur, right? She is a scorpion centaur, basically. Okay. She's got a lot of hands at this point. She's got too many limbs. Yeah, she's got lots of limbs. Entirely too many limbs. How much longer is she stuck in this body for? She, she said a hundred years. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Before you go, let's just do a, a team rally. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Arithel is not used to peppy talks and team rallies, but okay. she puts her hand out. Her teeny tiny hand, not one of her claws. And so Mickey will participate in the team rally, but he has a ready to action if she casts a spell to try and eat them or something to stab it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because uh, she said team rally. She didn't say cast a spell. So. Yes. Yeah, so I could give you something. Just team rally. Yeah, let's enthusiastically put You guys are going to be doing great. I believe in you. And she gives this 10-minute talk. Oh, my gosh. My arm's how, falling asleep. <laughs> that, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, how Mickey great takes you guys his arm go- away after the first little bit because he's like, that's fine. Keep going. You know, she, he holds his arms, just yeah, she, tapping his feet. Gabriella has Sorry. kept her hand in. Okay. Mirren, so M- Miriam definitely has her hand in. <laughs> and Irithel. <laughs> she gives a 10-minute speech about how great you guys are, how wonderful you are, how she knows that you guys are going to be the best that you can possibly be, and you guys gain 10 temporary hit points. <gasps> nice. Yes. She has the leadership feat. She does have a leadership feat. Oh does Mickey goodness. get it because he didn't put his hand in all the time? Mickey was here. Present. Tapping Listener. his feet. Present and <laughs> Just not holding for. his hand out the entire time. <laughs> so you guys feel rallied and you gain 10 temporary hit points. Or you may be like clutching um, Irithel's tunic. <laughs> Mickey, mm. stop that. You're no, wrinkling it. No, M- Mickey is... Um, playing with the eyeball amulet. It's in the box. Put it back. Sorry. <laughs> Miriam will notice that. <laughs> oh dear. The eye has disappeared. It's just a onyx thing again. She oh. will still be very upset if Mickey takes it out of the box. <laughs> so, anything else? You got your pocket bacon. You've got your magic items. Remember, they only last 24 hours. And I guess I'm not sleeping. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. I can do this. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Magic weapons are plus one to attack and to... Damage. Damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You hear her mutter something really quick, and you see that purple flash upon the door again and upon that outer wall, and it's it looks like it's the same spell that she used the day before, so she recast the protection spell, whatever it is. Mickey would like to know what it is. Okay. <laughs> Arcana check? <clears throat> Mickey rolled a 21. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, with That's a 21. a natural 20 plus one. <laughs> nice. Oh. But I imagine limited somewhat by, like, what seems normal. Mickey knows magic. Okay. Mickey's a rogue. <laughs> so this kind of seems like... You've seen people do, like, Liam's Tiny Hut. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've seen people use, like, shield in combat. Okay. This is definitely an abjuration spell. You're not entirely sure what the spell is. It looks like it might be some sort of something of her own creation, or maybe it's a recasting of something that her abode maybe absorbs. This house definitely absorbs the protection magic, whatever it is. This is Spyro's uh, shielded Spyra. swamp hut. <laughs> yeah, Spyro. sure. This looks like it's a, to use a out of game term, a homebrew kind of mm-hmm. thing where. It's probably taken years upon years, and it's probably her own little flavor to some sort of spell. Closest thing you can think of is like shield, Lehman's tiny hut. Spyro's prote- shielded swamp hut. Yes. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Patent pending. <laughs> <laughs> like it's me. been pending for a while. <laughs> Another hundred years to go. 
That's why she's in the scorpion body. Yep. <laughs> I'd like to make sure I have my rope on me and all 50 feet of it or whatever. Yep, 50 feet. Okay, and I think we're good. All right, well, good luck. Thank you, Spyro. You're welcome. I'm going to get working on this thing and, huh. Okay, bye. And the door swings open. And you guys walk out. I hide. Okay. <laughs> Immediately hide. It Go ahead and sense. roll a hide check. Mm-hmm. That's a 13. Okay. You think you're hidden. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are all of us hiding? Mickey decided to hide. We've just walked out. You decide what you're going to do. That's true. Yeah. So when you guys walk out, you do see the pond itself. Like this is on the outskirts of the pond on the south side. Mm-hmm. You do see the whole length of the pond. Do we see the creature? Yeah. I want to do perception check for the creature. So you don't see it around the pond. Okay. I would say you need to do a survival check to see if you can track it. Okay. I only got a 12. Okay. You see lots of tracks, lots of mud. It smells just as bad as it did yesterday. Woo. But you can't tell which footsteps are fresh, which ones are not fresh. So it's, you basically pick a direction and see which way it went. This thing had a smell to it, right? Oh, yes. Okay. I'm going to give a whistle to the wind. Not actually going to whistle because... I, as Ashlyn, cannot do that. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's just going to give a little whistle that starts low and ends high. Okay. And it's going to be a question to the wind. If there's anything rank, can you bring that smell towards us so we know where the smell is coming oh, from? Oh, you're going to make us gag. Okay. It's the fastest way for us to find where it went. It's true. And if I need to roll anything. I am going to roll this okay. one. Okay. Because this is a simple command. It's, it's bringing a... An airborne thing to an airborne thing. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) At first you think that it didn't work. About 45 seconds later, the smell of that creature and all of its fishy, bear, lion, weasel, snail, alligator glory. Snail? Yeah, I had a little snail eyes. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. (laughs) Little tiny snail eyes. We can totally smell that. Comes wafting from the west. The west side of the pond or west towards the forest? The west towards the forest. Okay, well, that's where we would much prefer to fight it anyway, I feel. Not in the poison swamp. Mickey has a disgusted look on his face and then says, You are disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) You're looking at Izzy when you say that? Yes. (laughs) Izzy just ignores Mickey and says, All right, let's go that way. (laughs) Pointing west. Gabriella carrying the package of bacon uh, (laughs) from earlier. Wrapped up nicely to contain it and such things. and Some cloth and that. Like, okay, we've got our, our, our lure, right? We want to put this out there to lure it in and kind of figure out our plan to go at this creature? Well, I think we have a basic plan. Hopefully we talked about this before we left the house. I sure hope we talked about it before we left <laughs> well, the house. Well, yeah. why don't we talk about it right now, what your plan is? <laughs> Flashback. Flashback. <laughs> okay, so I think if we ambush it, that's our best bet because we've got two people who are proficient with sneak attacks. We've got... I would be more than happy to make a distraction of some sort. I can use some illusions as well as you may have seen it last time where I was able to give a, a minor curse to it. Okay. That definitely helped save me last time. I feel like I got a little bit too close. Okay. Yeah, that came in very handy last time. Uh-huh. And I really don't want to get up close to it again. Yeah, please don't. That was scary. <laughs> Are you proficient with climbing trees? Uh, I, I yeah, Climbing Maybe, but certainly jumping. Okay, so if we can get you up into a tree, it shouldn't easily sense you. Yeah, I mean, you're half mountain goat, right? Uh, Ish. Is that an insult to fawns? 
Is it? <laughs> Mickey not looking around. I don't know. Checking with his pawn compatriot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, nah, that's it's fine. <laughs> okay, so we'll get you up into the tree. Izzy, you and I, I've got a shield, and you've got really good armor and an echo. She holds up her arms, showing off the bracers. Yep, I'm good. Okay. Mickey? Yes? What's the best way for you to attack it? In its sleep. How about when it's eating? Close enough? I mean, do you feel like you're vulnerable the same way that you are when you're asleep when you're eating? Depends on the meal. Once. <sighs> happened once. Hasn't thing. happened since, but yes. Especially if you can drug it. Ooh, does Spire have any drugs? It lives in Anything a poison like tranquilizers. swamp. I'm not sure we can drug it. Tranquilizer. It had a pretty tough hide. And That's it true. was resistant or immune to poison. True, true. Okay, never mind. Spire's not paying attention. She's still working on your stuff. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to say it's last night-ish. <laughs> okay. Oh, I also have Phosphorescent Glow, a.k.a. Fairy Fire. Oh, yeah. I but can do that, I'm too. I'm from the Ever Dark, so it's... Yeah. Yours is more mushroom-based? Yes. 50% less fairies. <laughs> okay. 100% more moss. <laughs> more, what are those underground evil things called? There's I had a those. bad experience when that one, one module. Buppado? Oh, um... I the, had a bad the, experience. Um, the, the, um... I know, right? I can't remember what they're called. Oh, what are they called now? The Darrow? Are they Darrow. the Darrow? Yeah, the yeah, Darrow. The Darrow. Those are awful. They glow like the Darrow. No, kidding. Daryl don't glow. Anyway, um, yeah. We wish they glued. So, glue. Glue in the dark. <laughs> so, Mickey, I think it's probably best if we all are up in trees, put the bacon down, and then Mickey will attack first with his ambushing skills. I'll hit him with phosphorescent glow. Or we could all attack at once so that it doesn't see me and go, mm. Yeah. Well, yes, there's that. I'm a fan of that plan. Yes. Anything that we can do to distract or confuse it, I think, is a good idea. Gabriella, if you can cause an illusion that makes it think that there's another enemy, that lessens the chance of it going after Izzy and I. Okay. Can we see your illusion? Uh, I think this one is only... I mean, I, I can do an illusion that you can see if you want, but I think the one that's going to be most effective is one that just affects it. Okay, just making sure. Let us know if you do one that makes that is going to appear so that we can see it. So just you so want me to just away. say like boogaloo boogaloo boo. Something yep, that like works. That, that okay. works. Just so I know it's coming, because otherwise I'm going to better. wheel around and hit it instead. So that's if the illusion can be seen by us. Yeah. If we can't see it, then it doesn't matter right. if he tells us or not. Right. It won't matter if she can tell us or not. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it. Worst case scenario, we can hit it with a beat of force. And Izzy, can you levitate? No, yeah, we talked about this last time. You can levitate. I mean, I can't levitate things. tonight, but I can do it tomorrow morning. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I think that's the plan, and we can levitate the ball away from us if we have to and run for safety. Uh, you do, do you want me to levitate the ball, or do you want me to levitate myself and lift up the ball? Uh, which one's more effective? Well, if I can lift it up, this is assuming we got it in the beat of force, right? Because I don't think I can like actually lift that thing right. by itself. But if it only weighs a pound when it's in the ball form, then, I mean, if it lasts a minute, 200 or so feet. And then when the spell ends, it would go cloop, onto the ground. I like this. I don't know if it would kill it, but might do a good chunk of damage. That'd yeah. be good. Okay. Does everyone have their beats of force? I only have one. I have both of mine still. Okay. Mickey, do you have your two? I mean, we have eight total. So. Mickey checks his We pockets. had eight. We yeah. have seven left. Okay. And Gabrielle, you have two? Okay. Making sure everyone has them ready and realizes that they have them. Okay. Anything else? I think that's it. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And flashback. So that's the plan you guys are going with. Oh, yeah. That's, I, I think this is a good plan so far. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot after eating all that bacon this morning. <laughs> it was good. Those biscuits. Those oh, yes. So the biscuits. So yeah. good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's probably find us a good spot that we want and then see if we can lure it in. Yeah. Let's not spend too long because the bacon, even though it's wrapped up, it's probably going to smell it. Mm-hmm. So, so are we stealthing there or are we just going to go without stealth? Depends. Be slow. How fast do you want it to find you? How far away are the trees? Let's go find a place. From where Spira's home is, I would say maybe 100 feet until the edge of the pond from where you guys are. Okay, and then to the, to the tree line. Yeah, to the tree line is another 120 feet, and then it just continues on from there. Okay, so we've got a little ways to go. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go normal pace for at least the first few hundred feet. Mm-hmm. Reassess if we need to start stealthing as we get closer. Yeah. Once we can start smelling the smell without the aid of the wind. Let's do it. Gabriel is carrying the package of bacon and skipping <laughs> along into the woods. <laughs> Are there like little sparkles coming off her as she's walking? Uh, probably unintentionally, yeah. Quick clap, quick clap, quick clap, Hopefully she can get that under control before we get close enough to the monster. You guys walk into the tree line. Mickey. Yes? After about 10 minutes of walking... That smell hits you again. Mickey gives an obscure hand signal. Okay. Up in the I don't tree. know what that means, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you find some some poop? <laughs> <laughs> Is it thieves can't you're using? No. It's just an obscure hand signal. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Try and drop the bacon and then jump up the tree. <laughs> so we're gonna fight it here? I think so. Okay. Where's here? Okay. Is it a slight clearing maybe? That, and then trees. Do you want there to be? Uh, at least like a little bit so that I'm not tripping over. Well, I don't think it even really matters if it hits trees. That's probably better for us. So, yeah. I guess just is there, is it a clearing or is it more trees? I'll say there's maybe like a 30 by 30 clearing. It's, it's very tiny. Okay. We'll put it closer to the trees then. The bacon closer okay. to the trees. And then we're going to hide ourselves in the trees. Mm-hmm. Although, I'm not sure how well I can climb with a shield in hand, so I may need to be on the ground, kind of. Find a nice big bush in the tree line. I'll find a nice bush. Okay. So, if you are hiding, please make a hide check. I already did. Do you have to make a new hide check? Because this is 10 minutes minutes later. (laughs) Here at Elgade, 15. 18 is what I have. Oh, 18 as well. 14. Okay. What did you roll? Four. Okay. So. I'm getting better. I rolled a three earlier. Right. That is (laughs) true. Exactly. We're working our way up. Slowly getting there. Uh, it only okay. Has this passive nineteen. That's all. So tell me exactly where your characters are. Like how high? Are you in a bush? Are you in a tree? Where are you guys compared to the clearing? The clearing is a thirty by thirty. You put the bacon right in the middle, right? Or did you put it right next to the tree line? Gabriel just dropped the bacon when, um, <laughs> when Mickey put up the hand signal. Like, okay, this is the time. <laughs> dropped <laughs> it and then ran off, <laughs> like fifty Into feet away. Up to a tree. To, <laughs> up to a tree and like started climbing. Okay. It's like, I'm done. So like five feet into the tree line, there's this little wad of bacon. Yeah. You yes. don't want to stick it in the middle. That's. I mean, if it has any sort of intelligence or something like that, it might be suspicious. <laughs> you know, not, not any less suspicious than like a bundle of bacon just appearing in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> so Gabriella, you said you are up in a tree? Yeah. 
How far are we from the bacon? Sorry. I said 50, but we will go like 30 and then up. Okay. Because I want to be able... I, I need to be close enough to cast my um, illusion. Okay. Girtha, where are you? I am probably 15 feet away from the bacon in a bush. Okay. Izzy? So Izzy is going to be 15 feet away on the opposite side from where Irithel is hiding behind a tree trunk, and she's going to summon Dora and have her hiding behind another tree trunk. Perfect. Mickey? Hmm. Mickey prefers dense briar patches that large creatures can't get into, but if, you know, lacking that, a bush is fine. Okay. Actually, cool. no. A bush on a tree. Maybe some mistletoe. Mickey doesn't want to be on the ground. This thing You should not be sense. on the ground. Yeah. So how high up are you going? Not too high. Feetish. Where do I find the first mistletoe? Five, ten feet. I would say probably ten feet. Okay. Want to be ten feet high? Sure. Okay. Cool. You have two magic daggers. Okay. All right. I'll be 20 feet high. Oh, yeah. And I have blind sight right now. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me know when it gets within 30 feet of my blind sight, I guess. Yeah, let me know oh. when it gets within uh, 10 feet of mine. <laughs> I think you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> For better or worse, it has not been sneaky. You guys wait and wait and wait. Five minutes goes by, and Mickey, you smell that smell getting stronger. It is heading your way, but it doesn't seem like it's... It seems like it's moseying. Hmm. Mickey doesn't say anything, but he finds it curious because he's never seen it mosey. Gonna look around, like, uh, thinking, like, uh, we want this thing to come, right? Yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go... So, can I smell it? At this point, you probably can, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I'll stay put. We're just gonna wait. I would try to open the package of bacon, but... <laughs> Gabriella, what are you thinking? Gabriella is going to use minor illusion to make a scream. Okay. I mean, she could just scream herself. Why scream yourself when you can use magic to scream? (laughs) Yeah, so true. So what does a scream sound like? It sounds like a terrified animal that sounds like it just, like, got a devastating blow to it. Like, ah! Okay, that does it. Death throws. (laughs) (laughs) That does it. Mickey... What was meandering and moseying? Now, beeline towards you guys. It's getting very, very close, and you guys hear the thundering of its footsteps as it comes, bursting out of the tree line into this tiny little clearing, and it's heading in the direction of Izzy, kind of kitty corner, well, actually, between Izzy and the bacon. Okay, so, so set the so scene for the, the listeners. Yeah, so it's going between Izzy and the bacon, so it's going, like, northeast, and it's running through this clearing. Is it going to stop at the bacon once it tramples it and realizes it smells like food? It's going towards the scream. But it where did you have this scream originating from? From me. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, it should have from where the bacon was. Yeah, I think that Gabrielle would have done that, is that would have tried to get it as close to the bacon as possible. Because she, she's trying to create the illusion and set the scene of There's a an animal dying and then smelling wonderful and appealing. Okay. Instantly flash frying. (laughs) Yes, somehow. Okay, so it comes charging and it passes the bacon. Okay, if it got within 30 feet of me Mm -hmm. with my blind sight, I would have begun attacking. Okay, so it gets within 30 feet of you. Okay, let me put this thing on the map. Because as soon as it does, I'm going to command Dora to move 30 feet and then I would attack with the dagger and the scimitar originating from Dora. Oh yeah, I forgot this thing is huge. Do we want our no, initiative rolls in here? Not huge. So Izzy, it is now within 30 feet. Alright, so command Dora to move the 
30 feet to get up to it. I will stab with the dagger and then slash with the scimitar. Cool. Let's roll for initiative. All right. Did you get nice and high? No. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not rolling well today. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But you do have power work token. I would use it here. Okay. And Izzy for initiative got a 17. Irithel. I got a 23. Mickey. 11. Mickey, power token. You have to beat it. Gabriela. That was where I am anyways. I don't have to beat it. Gabriela. Also 11. Okay. So, you do have to beat it. Why? If you beat it on its initiative, then you get extra stuff. If you get it before it moves on its initiative. That is true. Power token! Hmm. Only if you want to. Mm. Okay. It's his token. It is. So, <laughs> I'm just trying to help him spend it. All right, like, so, now <laughs> that we... Now that we have our initiative, the creature is now within 30 feet of you guys. It is heading between Izzy and the bacon. It is going straight through. So it's coming from 7 o'clock to 2 o'clock on the clock. Irithel rolled first, so we'll start with Irithel. Okay. I would like to cast Fairy Fire on it. I mean, Phosphorescent Glow. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do I have to do? It needs to make a dexterity saving throw of 13. 13? Yes. That is a 17. Okay. It makes it so it is not... Very fired, guys. Sorry. You said dex, right? Yes. But any little bugs or animals in that space (laughs) are likely lit up. Yes. All of the grass, there's some trees. You see a (laughs) teeny tiny little fire beetle running around. You see a bunch of June bugs, those stupid June bugs, just floating around in the air. They're all glowing. What color are they? They are green. Okay. So everything is now bright green in that area. Everything except for the creature. <laughs> okay. And that was my action. So I can move. I will like to move out of the bush. And I'll probably just move like 15 feet or so closer to it. So I am still a good 25 feet away from it. But I am closer to Mickey. Cool. And that is my move. And... Yep, that's all I can do. I don't think I have a bonus action. Where, where, where do you end up? Are you in like in between trees? Are you like up against I've behind a tree? I've got two trees and I have my shield up. And so I've got a tree on my right, tree on my left, and the shield's up. And I'm bracing for impact. Perfect. Next up is Izzy. All right. I am going to command Dora to move 30 feet up to the monster. And then I am going to attack it twice with a dagger and once with my scimitar. Okay. I rolled a nat 20. Hey, that's the way to start an attack. <laughs> mm-hmm. So with the dagger of blindsight. So Izzy has the dagger of blindsight in her hand, but Dora has a... An like, echo of the dagger. Okay. Yeah. Because all attacks I make, but that can have them originate from either myself or from my echo. So even though I have the dagger, it technically is copied by Dora. Yeah. It exists in a parallel universe. Exactly. So that is a total of, rolled kind of poorly on the damage, nine points of piercing with the magical weapon. Okay. Second attack with the dagger. That is a 25 to hit. That hits. That is eight points of piercing damage with the magical dagger. And then for my extra attack, going to use my scimitar. That is a 18 to hit. And that is eight points of flashing damage. Okay. Non-magical. Explain how you're slashing this thing. So all of the damage is going through. 
all of it? Even the scimitar. Uh, not not the scimitar. Sorry. Okay. okay. I was about to no. say. Like, not the scimitar. Something sorry. changed from yesterday. Sorry. <laughs> no. We found its weakness. <laughs> Beacon, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> okay. So I am hiding behind the tree. and I'm not even looking. But with the blind sight, I can see where the creature is. And I am able to precisely stab the dagger and slash with the scimitar so that Dora is able to effectively slice at this thing's various limbs of other creatures and I will have Dora back up and I will taunt using Dora's voice come at me bro (laughs) (laughs) yes please distract it take it so Izzy's up in the tree well Izzy's behind a tree oh okay behind a tree but just like poking and stabbing in the air yes pantomiming yes (laughs) shadow boxing it (laughs) she has her eyes closed also to help like lessen her confusion about where she's actually facing so that she can better see the monster (laughs) with her blind sight nice okay hopefully she doesn't like actually attack some poor woodland creature (laughs) (laughs) sorry i thought you was a monstrosity Yeah, so you slash, 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 and this creature howls in pain, and it looks pissed. (laughs) I totally still have a bonus action, but I don't know. Mm, I don't know if there's anything I'd want to do. Do you action surge? I have not, so let's do that. Yeah. Let's get everything Not that it uses a bonus action, but... (laughs) Let's go ahead and action surge. All right, so two more times with the dagger. That is a 27 to hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is 10 points of piercing damage. And that was with the dagger? That was with the dagger. Next attack with the dagger is a 19 to hit. That hits. That is another 10 points of piercing damage. And then with the scimitar, non-magical, that is a 17 to hit. That hits. And that is nine points of slashing damage. Very nice. Definitely like this whole attack melee at range. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's great. All right. And that ends my turn. Okay. This creature took a lot of damage. <laughs> okay. And it looks really, really angry. But it's not its turn. So, Mickey, it's your turn. Hooray. <gasps> yes. It rolled lower than me, huh? It mm-hmm. rolled lower than the both of you. Mm-hmm. It rolled real bad. <laughs> yes. So We're grateful for this. Bacon's very distracting. It very much is. Is it surprised? No. But you have gone before it. However, I get plus 10 to speed, plus 1 to attacks, and plus 1d8 damage. I have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in combat yet. It's also in melee with an ally? No, Echo doesn't count as an ally. Uh, Okay, fair. I'll be up there in a second. So, Mickey... But you are hiding, so you would technically have advantage? I'm pretty sure it knows where I am with that number. (laughs) But you've got advantage anyways from someone else. Mickey will... Throw a dagger. A magical dagger? Hey, I'm rolling terribly. This is great. Um, <laughs> oh, that no. is an 11. That doesn't hit. Okay, at least you didn't roll in that one. If you rolled in that one, I was afraid you were going to dispel the echo, and it, it has nowhere to go but <laughs> towards it. It's Izzy's echo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just resummoned Mickey her. draws a dagger. Man, there's nothing in there except for a monster and the echo that apparently can't help out. I think he doesn't like being the only one with this thing. Izzy will be there in a second. Or sorry, not Izzy. <laughs> I was like, I'm not moving. I'm volunteering Izzy. Go Izzy, yeah. go Izzy. Irithel <laughs> will be there in Mickey a second. will run in on the south end of this creature, and he will stab at it. Okay. Magic dagger? Sure. 
Mickey gets a 15. That just misses. Oh. Did you include the plus one from it being magical? Does it have a plus one from being magical? Mm-hmm. 16. Just ah, hits. Yay! <laughs> we found its armor class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty nice armor class for a monster. Yeah, yeah. It's got a tough beetle-like carapace. An alligator leg. Yeah. That tough one leg. Hide. <laughs> Eleven damage. Okay, and that's with the magic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Magic dagger. That's the plus yeah, one yeah, damage. yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Okay. Hold on. Let me check with my. Throw dagger, close, stab, stab. Oh, that's right. I get to stab, stab, maybe. Don't forget to lick it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Flavored enemy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does he want to, though? <laughs> Here's an interesting conundrum, oh great DM. You have a dagger. You hold it in your offhand. You throw it. There's no penalty to throwing something in your offhand. You then have a dagger in your main hand. You walk up. You stab. Mm-hmm. You then stab again because you have an extra attack. You're essentially two-weapon fighting. Now, here's the trick. You don't have a weapon in your offhand, which means you count for dueling. What does dueling give you? Plus two to damage. For dueling, do you have to have two weapons in your hand? No, you have to have one weapon in your hand. Yeah, I guess. Or shield and weapon. The trick is, is that at the start of the turn, I theoretically might have had two. I didn't, but I could have. And you do an offhand throw, run up, step, step. Okay. Yeah, I think you're fine. Okay. Hey, I hit this time. That's going to be a 27. Oh, yeah, that hits. There we go. And Mickey still regrets that he can't get sneak attack because nobody joined him. Hey, I'm slow. And that is 15 damage. Okay. And I would like to mark it with flavored foe. You lick it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Which part of this thing do you lick? I don't physically lick it. It smells bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, it's in your mouth the already. alligator leg is the least offensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's so strong you can taste it in your mouth. Okay, cool. Next up, Gabriella. Uh, yes, I am prepared for this. I cast something. <laughs> don't freeze up. Uh, don't freeze up <laughs> in the memory. What are you doing, Gabby? Well, I was going to use an illusion, but I'm thinking that good old standard on Bane. I didn't think you guys were going to get so close to it, so... Oh, we're meleeing this now. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't think that was the original plan, so okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, totally. Arathel um, was going to hit it with the, her attacks. Yeah, I think that I'm going to go ahead and pull out my flute again and play that dolorous tune and cast Bane on the creature. So he has to make a charisma saving throw of 15. Okay. You rolled a 14. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. So it is baned. Yes. Again. Again. Angry fireflies shoot out from the forest line and begin circling it. Oh, it remembers this. <laughs> <laughs> it remembers you. Okay, anything else? Oh, that, that was just my action. Um, Let's see here. Climb higher. No, kick. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Avoid its reach. Yeah, I'm, le- I'm legitimately going to climb higher up the trees. I'm going to go up at like an additional 40 feet. Wait, what's your climb speed? Ah, that's true. That's true. I can't do that. But I could jump. Mm. <laughs> I'd be scared that you would miss a branch and fall. So no, okay. I will just climb. <laughs> I guess it will be 17 feet or something like that. <laughs> Half of 35. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go up 15 feet. That's a ridiculous climb. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, she's Panic. part goat. 
as my bonus action, I'm going to use my Bardic Inspiration, specifically my Mantle of Inspiration, which as an enthralling bard, I use my flute to further inspire and give a rousing and rising uh, tune. You think of like an Irish jig kind of style, the dump the dump the dump you know, like <laughs> kind of thing. And that invigorates my companions to give them an, uh, we already have temporary HP, uh, so we don't get that. But four creatures I can see can immediately use their reaction to move up to their speed without provoking opportunity attacks. Okay. So you can get away if you need to, or get up close if you need to. Yeah, do you guys want me closer? What do you want to do? Uh, I'm mixed. Depends. Are you trying to melee attack it in the next round? Yes. Then I would say use this time to get up to it, so that if you attack it, then maybe you can get away from it after the fact. That's true. Have a free move. I would like to move closer to it. Mickey switches place with... Irithel. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys like high five as you run past each other? <laughs> tag, tag in, tag team. out. Uh-huh. And I guess I will in- include myself in that extra movement and then just go further up the tree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Izzy, are you going to move? I'm going to stay where I am. Okay. And that's the end of my turn. Perfect. It is now the creature's turn. Oh boy. It's looking hurt. Does it run away and we can't catch it? Well... Maybe not. I mean, if it moves away, I get an attack of opportunity with Dora. Is it bloodied? It is bloodied, yes. Ah. Okay. We did do a bunch of damage. You did. (sighs) Well, okay. You can make a morale check or something like that. I mean, we just bloodied it in a single round of combat, (laughs) and it's probably (laughs) never been hurt in its life. There are two ways it could go. I mean, you hurt it a little bit yesterday. Significantly. <laughs> okay. There this two... is, I think I'm in pain. I think this is what pain feels like. <laughs> well, there's two ways Don't it could go. Don't quote Dr. Horrible to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the Izzy in front of it gave it pain. The one who ran away also gave it pain, but something else replaced it. So first it's going to claw at the Echo. Okay. Uh, that definitely misses with a nine. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And then its claw tries to come down on it, but it misses, and it digs its claw into the ground and turns itself and takes a bite out of the thing next to it. The other person next to it, Irithel, is going to try and bite you. Use that shield. Shields up. Ooh, that's a natural 17, so a 24. Minus, oh, yeah, minus a d4. Oh, yeah. As an angry firefly comes down, distracts its beady eyes. 21. It's no. <laughs> no. not enough. Oh, okay. I guess that would be true. If it was a 24, even minus four it would still be a 20. <laughs> I heard the 17. And I was like, oh, Racy's pretty high. She might be able to survive that. Irithel, you take 17 points of piercing damage and you are grappled. Okay. Mm. Am I grappled by the claw? No, it bit you. Oh, so it bit me. Okay. in its mouth. Oh, no. And as we know, it swallows. Yeah, it's not fun. Well, mm. it's your turn next. It's right where you want it. Use a beat of force. <laughs> Shove it down its gullet. I don't think a beat of force is a good idea right now. She doesn't want to be in here with it. No. It's true. All right. As a bonus action, it's going to try and swallow you. Oh, no. That's what makes it. It's MO. Ooh, that's a natural 19 that's even higher. Minus D4. So it's a 26 minus 4. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Or minus 3, 23. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do. Irithel, you take 20 points of piercing damage. Okay. As you are swallowed, 
You pass by all its rows and rows and rows of teeth just scraping you. Shield! Shield! Ah, I buy the shield! <laughs> the shield's going down with you. Good. <laughs> you are blinded and restrained. But the good news is you have total cover against attacks and other effects outside. Oh, good. I am also, while I may be blinded, I have blind sight. It's true. <laughs> Hooray. Okay. And that is the end of its turn. Irithel, at the beginning of your turn, Sweet. you take 12 points of acid damage okay. as the digestive juices are starting to eat away at everything. Oh. Ooh, this is getting close, guys. Oh, no. And it is now your turn. Yay! Okay. Well, here we go. You are blinded and restrained. What, what does restrained do again? Restrained says, A restrained creature's speed becomes zero, and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. So you can attack with disadvantage. Okay. I would like to attack my magic rapier. Just stab deeper in there. Uh, yeah, we're just... <laughs> is this your magic rapier? Yes, this is. I did say that. Trying to think if I if there's any reason I would get advantage on this from being inside of it. I mean, technically, I was gonna say technically, you are planking. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody on the outside. <laughs> Is no door doesn't count. Oh, door doesn't right. count. Right. <laughs> okay, I don't think I can do anything else. Okay, so we're just going to attack it. Here we go. That is a 19 to hit. With a disadvantage? Yeah. Nice. The nice plus bonus. Mm. You're a very effective fighter. Mm-hmm. And with this, I would like to use a superiority die and do extra damage. So I would like, which don't ask how, because normally my maneuvers have to do with my odd weaving and dancing skill. I think we're just desperate here. <laughs> okay. So uh, precision, let's see. No, not that one. We distracting strike. Are you saying they didn't teach you wriggling in dance school? <laughs> Distracting strikes work perfectly. It's really hard to, you know, attack when your stomach's roiling. That's true. So that means the next attack roll against a target by an attacker other than me has advantage. Cool. Nice. Me. So, and I get to expend superiority die and add it to the total of my damage roll. Nice. Okay. 15 damage. Okay. And then I would like to attack again. Mm, that's a 15. Hang on. Do, don't say 15, but we meta-wise. No, it's higher. And so I would like to go ahead and use my power token and okay. add five to that. All right, you hit. And I would like to use another superiority die and add, again, another D8 to this. That's 12 damage. Yikes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then I would like to do my extra attack. As a fighter, which means two more attacks. Okay. Wait. So are you, you action surge? Action surging. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I was like, the second attack it was didn't your extra say, attack. It said extra attack. It didn't say action surge. So on my thingy, because. Mm. Yeah. Ex gotcha. ex extra attack is just your second attack on your action. Oh, sorry. Yes, I had action surge. Thank you. Okay. Kill it from the inside. <sighs> that's a one. So that's not going to work. And second Some attack. Some acid gets into your mouth. <laughs> For flavor reasons, it doesn't actually do any additional damage. It's it's th all the damage is happening while she's wriggling. Okay, <laughs> and that is a seventeen to hit. That hits. Okay, and one more superiority die. Here we go. Sixteen damage, all with a magical rapier. Okay, it's still up, but real. And then I would like to bonus action and try to get some health back. I would like to. Where is it? Oh my Second gosh! Second wind. Yes. Is a D10 plus five hit points. 
Level six characters, oh, yes. guys. I got Lots 15 of toys. hit points. Nice. Okay. That is all I can do as I am struggling and holding my breath and keeping my mouth shut and hiding behind a shield. Okay. <laughs> Does the monster it. have to make some sort of like constitution check to see if it keeps the contents of its stomach? It is. Re- I am wriggling a lot. I mean, with three successful hits. I did at least 40 damage, 50 Usually damage. Usually a monster with a swallow mechanic has an amount of damage necessary to be done to be barfed out or escape. Because usually, if you're swallowed by a creature, you want to be able to be unswallowed. And therefore, you want to deal damage in order to, to chop your honest, way out. To be honest, since I'm in its stomach, it can't bite me anymore. <laughs> and so if I'm just dealing with the acid damage, then that's doable. So technically speaking... Please, DM, let me stay in its stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't state that in the creature, so No. You just stay in there, even just with all the there. attacks you did. Okay. Although it should. <laughs> I mean, like it, would it should have a bar thing. Okay. Anything else? Nope. Izzy, it is your turn. All right. I saw Irithel get swallowed by this thing, and worried I will attack. Hold on. Did you? Because you said you weren't looking last your time. Your eyes are closed. Do and I not see it with my blind sight? Blind sight. All of a sudden, no. somebody they disappears. They merged. Yes. Well, I okay. Well, I see that she disappeared somehow. I can probably make the connection that the things followed her. Yeah. I mean, something went in its mouth. Okay. <laughs> I can make assumptions. Yeah. And I'm going to attack it regardless. So I'm going to say if you have your eyes closed, you can't tell who it was, though. Okay. Maybe it was Mickey. Oh no! Got to rescue Mickey. <laughs> Poor Mickey. You said I have advantage because of the superiority mm-hmm. dice. The next attack roll against it. Okay. So, with the dagger. It's distracted because something's inside it. <laughs> Very distracted. It's an 18 to hit. That hits. Pitiful of seven piercing damage. Izzy, how do you want to kill this? Oh, hey. I was that close. You, it had oh, six hit points. Oh, if I had that last time. Mickey, we only had one turn. <laughs> <laughs> we were so worried about this thing. Um, <laughs> you guys got some really good hits on it. To be fair. Yeah. Only because we have magic weapons, I think. That and with the action surge. We did not use action surge last time. Okay, so for the way that Izzy finishes this monster off, she is going to be worried about her companion that got swallowed, whether that's Mickey or someone else. And she's going to take that dagger. She is going to stab it, presumably the area where she thinks the heart is. And she's going to assume that's like in the middle of its torso. Don't hit me. <laughs> and you stab through Irithel's stomach, and she too starts bleeding. To I'm, I'm pretty sure the dagger doesn't go that deep. <laughs> Stabs it in the heart and just keeps applying pressure and keeps applying pressure until it finally gives out and then dies. Yes. Okay. Mickey, slumps, are you okay in there? <laughs> it slumps to the ground. Yes. <laughs> Oh. He says from behind you. Wait, then who's it, in the monster? It was Aerithel. Oh, no. Aerithel got swallowed up. Oh. Aerithel's still holding her breath, guys. <laughs> so, get Aerithel out of the monster. So, as it slumps to the ground. And still chewing on her. And still chewing well, on her, yeah. Digesting. Aerithel, yeah. <laughs> like a baby being born, slides oh. out of its tummy. Unfortunately, I need you to make a deck save. Okay. Versus what? Teeth? No, I think this thing has Natural like a... Natural 20. Hey. Oh, hey. I think it has a, an ability when it dies, it bursts. Ew. <laughs> kind of like a husk zombie. 
can I make it if I don't know that, that something's happening? Yeah. Okay, cool. You hear some gurgling. Okay. And Uh-oh. all of a sudden, you hear a rumbling. Okay. And you feel acid starting to leak out of this thing. Like, it's coming from nowhere. It's really weird. We're going to curl up behind my shield. Okay, you curl up behind your shield, and in a fit of grossness, this thing explodes into a shower of acid. And you take six points of damage. It farted. Yeah. Had mm. one less death fart. <laughs> so it took a gamble on a fart and lost. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good thing that I had some healing ability because that would have put me down. Oh, man. Oh. But I am still up. Oh, good. Coughing and gagging. Did Dora disappear with the acids? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Dora's gone. <laughs> However, what's left of it are like the rows and rows and rows of teeth. Of course those are left. Ugh. Everything else is gone but the teeth. Well, I guess that's our souvenir of... Yeah. We killed it. Ew. Nasty. And one snail eye. <laughs> we can leave that. I mean, those kind of things are useful. <laughs> you can have eye. it. And hey, the bacon was untouched. We could still eat it. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, yes. we could give it back to Spira. <laughs> Mickey looks at the bacon, which is not that far from the creature, which exploded. Oh, that's true. It's covered in acid. <laughs> it's no <laughs> more. <laughs> yeah. You look at the bacon, it's like half gone. Oh. Yeah, no never mind. Bacon. We'll get <laughs> I'm like finding a nice patch of like grass and rolling in it, going, Ew. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm, gross. Uh, what yeah. did I do? <laughs> I <don't, laughs> you did this. I did this. So, hey, we didn't have to use our plan at all. <laughs> it's true. And <sighs> I didn't even get to use its cool ability. That's okay. What would have triggered it? Or could we possibly see another of this kind in the future? You possibly could see another of its kind. All right, then no choice. Mm. So, that's scary. <laughs> you have rows and rows of teeth. One snail eye, I think Mickey said he picks it up. Mm-hmm. And Arithel is rolling around on the ground trying to get this acid off her. What do you do? I guess I'm going to go over to the teeth and see if I can clean it off as best I can. Because I'm assuming it's covered in acid. Probably won't take all of them. I'll just take enough to bring back as proof that we slayed the monster. There's... Maybe 150, 200 teeth there. I mean, the real question is, (laughs) how good are the teeth? Make yourself a maquahitl. Hmm. A stick lined with teeth. I mean, okay, let me ask this. How... You can make jewelry with it. I know. How pristine are the teeth looking if I were to clean off the acid? Like, do they look interesting? Or do they just look gnarly and disgusting? Some of them look gnarly. Like, some of them look kind of like alligator teeth. Some of them look like lion canines. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a market for gnarly. There is a market. <laughs> you also see a very thin strip of like super teeny, teeny, tiny teeth. Not sure where that came from, but they're they're kind of like zipper sized. Mm. So, Iritho, when you went down, you got hit with all sorts of weird so teeth. So basically, this is like an amalgamation of like a bunch of different animal teeth. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just like it's outside. All right. It looks like it's insides were an amalgamation as well. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and keep a chunk of it for our proof that we slayed the monster. And then any other ones that look decent enough that I could use as material for jewelry making, I will pocket that. Roll a d20. Nine. You find nine really good, funky, yet chic looking cheeks. 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 (laughs) Oh dear. Cheeks. (laughs) Dem cheeks. Dem cheeks. Oh no. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Gabriella will have climbed down from the tree cast mournful looks at the ruined bacon. Yeah, it's Uh, just like little bits and pieces now. 
the, the towel you put it on is gone. There's like a hole seeping into the ground. That was a nice towel, too. It was a very nice towel. I'm gonna sulkily walk up to the carcass of the creature and give the it a good kick. Pool. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. You can kick some teeth. That's all that's left. Mickey took the snail eye. There's not remains of flesh stuff. Okay. I mean, there might be some chunks in there, but okay. if you touch the acid, you're going to take some damage. Oh, well, then we will steer clear of the acid. <laughs> okay. Just glower at the area that it once was. <sighs> you, I don't like you, but you will live on in memory as a and thing of being slain. <sighs> this will be a nightmare for a while for your thumb. <laughs> Getting swallowed alive. Getting swallowed. That's just horrific. It's yeah. true. It's not fun. No, no. Why no. is it, Irithel, that everything wants to swallow you, grab you? Wait, were you a damsel in distress in another life? Hey, hey, I really don't like that description, even if it was accurate a few years ago. It was? <laughs> what do you think my whole backstory is? <laughs> Mickey thinks about this. It makes sense now. Why? Decades of dancing karma. Sorry, damsel karma. Damsel karma. <laughs> I really took a lot of training so I wouldn't be a damsel in distress again. Mm-hmm. Now you just have to deal with the karma. Oh it's gosh. okay. Everybody has to deal with karma. We can talk about this on the way back to Spira's where hopefully she's got something that will help clean off acid. Given what she looks like, I doubt it. She's an artificer. She's got stuff. I mean, she lives next to the poison pond. Surely she's got something to neutralize these kind of things. Or she lives next to the poison pond and she's a scorpion monster and doesn't care. Oh, that's fair. She wasn't always a scorpion monster. <laughs> she is now, though. Mm-hmm. You guys make it back to Spyro's house. Irithel and Mickey bickering, I assume. Irithel really does not like being called a damsel in distress. Takes offense at it. And as you approach the door, you notice that purple sheen of the spell that she cast from inside is fully visible on the outside. Spyra! Spyra! We're not dead! The monster's dead! We did it! Thank you for your help! There's no answer. Might be asleep. Or dead. You can knock on the door. Or I think no, we, we might be able to open knock it. Knock on the inner, on the spell, spell mm-hmm. shield. You can definitely hear on the inside. Mm-hmm. We had the monster attacking and we heard yeah, that. Yeah, you could hear through it. Okay. Knocking on the door because I really want to find something to help get this stuff off. Yeah, you knock on the door. Don't hear anything. Crap. Do you think she sold us out? blind sense anything through the door? No movement. Izzy, do you sense anything? Would She's... my blind sight notice her with the 30 feet? Mm, I'm not sure how far sonar can pierce through doors. That's true. Okay, guys, something might be wrong. Can we open the door? I, like, tentatively reach out and try to open the door. Uh, it's locked. It is? If like, magically locked or, like, Izzy can unlock it? it. Izzy, can you unlock this? I can certainly try. Can I insight the situation and see if this is... Does, are my danger senses tingling? I have alert, which means nothing, oh, but still. Oh, you do have alert. Hmm. Maybe. Let's try. Does alert let you danger sense things? Okay. That is total of 20. She could be in danger. She could have fallen asleep. Ah, I, I can't tell. Izzy. You don't see any claw marks on the door. No. The door I, is locked, so it doesn't look she like... She had the medallion, though, and that's what's concerning me. Yeah. Izzy, can you get the door open? Does it look like it's a... Uh... Actually, wait. Hang on. Izzy and both Mickey, you both have... Thieves tools, right? Now, why would I have thieves tools? <laughs> Mickey, do you have it open already? <laughs> Mickey, did you steal a key from her? I'd be perfectly fine with this, but at this point, Mickey has not stolen a key. Does think it would have been a good idea in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we want to make sure that it's not magically booby trapped, right? 
Now, why would the person who booby-trapped their door into an impregnable shield have a booby trap on it? Who knows? Yeah, that seems a little odd. No, I think it's probably booby-trapped. <laughs> I would like to do a look for magical booby traps check. Okay, you do see a purple shimmering thing, but she did tell you that she determines who can go in and out of that. Mm-hmm. So you can look for another one. Go ahead and do an investigation. 27. Yes, it looks like it's just locked. Just like a normal lock. Doesn't look like there's any arcane locks or anything on it. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Rochambeau. You get to do it. <laughs> okay. I'll critique. All right. Izzy, roll for thieves tools. I would like to critique. Okay. Can I give uh, advantage? Sure. <laughs> All right. Is it advantage or disadvantage? <laughs> advantage. I'm giving critiques. Good advice. Improving you. Hey, guess what? It's a nat 20. Woo! Woo! Mm. See? For a total of 28. Right. Okay. You stick your thieves' tools in there, and you're like, wait, there's something wrong with this door. And, like, you've literally just hit one of the, what are they called, the pistons or whatever? One of, the, one of the tumbler things. And it just opens, like, it looks like she half-heartedly locked the door. Just enough to keep it, like, locked. Okay. But, like, for you, it's just like, eh. <laughs> and the door swings open. And inside, you see Spira. I have my weapon out. You see her scorpion legs curled up in a ball and her torso, she's leaning back against something and she's got a book on her face. Okay. And you hear loud snoring. That's okay. fine. Okay. Mm, I'm going to find something of value. Go for it. <laughs> Make an investigation check. Oh no. 20. What kind of thing are you looking for? There's lots of valuable things in here. Are you um, looking for a weapon? Are you looking for jewelry? I want to find something small. Okay. In, an, in a seemingly important place. Okay. And then I'm going to pickpocket it. Okay, so while Izzy, Gabriella, and Irithel are moseying around... Going into the kitchen and starting some tea. Yes. Mickey, you make your way into the bedroom. Glancing around, it looks like she doesn't really hide things, so everything's kind of out in the open. It has to be something that was explicitly placed. You know, it's obviously supposed to be there. You see on the nightstand, kind of like a Fabergé egg. It's quite large, actually. It's about the size of a softball. And next to it, you see a smaller Fabergé egg, which is mm, golf ball sized. So these are ornate. Very ornate egg looking things. With something inside. There could Maybe. be something inside. You'd have to check. I would like to slide of hand it. Okay. The Nobody's... small one or the big one? How big is the small one or the big golf one? Golf ball size is the small one. Yeah. And the big one? It's softball sized. Want the softball or the golf ball? We'll do the small one for now. Okay, so the small one, it looks like it's decorated in like emeralds and gold filigree. And on the bottom of it, you see an inscription that says, forever yours. Interesting. I then go back to the area. I go to Spira, who's asleep. She has a long body that probably can't reach all of itself, it's but it's probably clothed. The top part is, yeah. <laughs> the torso is. Yeah, the pixie's torso is. <laughs> the scorpion torso, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not Nothing on the scorpion torso is clothed. Nah. There's no bangles, no, like, you know. Might have an apron. Yeah, I'll say she has an apron when she takes was making... Takes a lot of fabric. <laughs> well, there's... She the... has an apron for the top portion of her that kind of dangles down maybe halfway. Artificers need belts, like that apron belt thing. Oh, no, no, this isn't like a hefty apron. This is like I'm making bacon apron. Oh, okay. Does she have shoes? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have to check these things. <laughs> She used to have shoes. She did. How fragile are Fab Fabergé eggs? Very. I'm going to hide a Fabergé egg in her shoe. Okay. You go she back doesn't to use the... anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she will in 100 years. 
You go back into the bedroom, you see a, basically like a whole section of shoes going from top to bottom. No rhyme or reason. They all just look like they're kind of shoved in there. They look like they haven't been used in a while. I would like mm. to roll sl- um, probably sleight of hand, but your choice to hide the Fabergé egg in a shoe. Go for it. 26. What type of shoe do you hide it in? One that it looks like when she has feet she might wear. The shower slippers, the high heels, the boots. Which one do you use the most force when putting on? The boots. The boots. Okay, you force this very delicate Fabergé egg into the the tip toe of the boot. Mm -hmm. You're terrible. It's a joke, a hundred years in running. Yeah. And then I continue back, you know, to the rest of the party. Okay. At the smell of tea, you hear the snoring. (gasps) Oh, you're, you're back. You didn't die. Nope. Not this time. Oh, good. Your your concern for us is overwhelming. I was very concerned. She's been up all night, Mickey. Give her a little slack. Yeah, she needed to sleep. I mean, all we did was solve her own problem for her. And to be fair, it was a problem of the entire area. And it wasn't like her problem yeah it was affecting her it lives in her next to her yeah. it's definitely her problem <laughs> hey mickey can i have my daggers back i hand you two daggers thank you okay. i would like to make you i have no idea where the other magical dagger is so this is <laughs> They're not just gone <laughs> you this can go is pick fair <laughs> okay it won't be magical in another 22 hours yeah <laughs> it's true temporary i need shower facilities is there's one outside or something um I have a shower facility just off the kitchen. Like you see a door. So one door leads to the pantry and you see the other door and okay. it opens up and it leads to like a one of those walk-in showers mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you turn the corner and you could just get in. She's like, I um, can't use it. So you're welcome to. Okay. Why are but you artificers all so weird? It's a shower facility. No one calls it a shower facility, but I know so many wizards and m- magical spell maker types that call them facilities. I am... Blech leaving Mickey to his rant, which means that he will not follow me. I would like to bar the door closed, Mickey, and then I would like to shower. (laughs) And wash off all of my gear and wash off... Oh, this is going to be... It's going to take a while, guys. (laughs) It's okay. We have a while. It's true. Irithel, you take a shower. Tea is made. Spira rubs the (laughs) sleep out of her eyes and she she looks sheepishly. She's like, I was worried about you guys i just no you're fine i was so tired yes please don't feel bad about that also thank you thank you so much for all that you did for us like the inspiring speech before we left and Mm -hmm. the breakfast this morning letting us stay the night last night yes making magical weapons like invaluable thank you so much spira you're welcome i don't get very many visitors so it's been it's been nice to have you and i'm glad that you all survived oh but uh once your is done I did find some information. Oh, I made really? some calls and some people got back to me. Uh, unfortunately, I, I only were able to make like three calls. So uh, it, we were only gone for a few hours. So that makes sense. Yeah. So, so whose house did you call? I called some contacts in Lake Town. I contact one in Misery and one in Court Leaves. Ooh, or is this a calling? Did you summon their ghosts? No, but I totally should. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> should build a ghost box oh no mickey doesn't know what the she means when she says call (laughs) and so he's trying to interpret it Mm -hmm. huh she pulls out a little notebook and scribbles down ghost box in her her little pad and shoves it back in her pocket like an artificer ah irithel just in time i found some information oh what information did you find all business focused yeah so i contacted one of my friends in lake town and it looks like ekit has 
started back up. Uh, he's been a toy maker for so long, but I guess he's started back up. It looks like a couple people have been using his expertise, I guess, for the last year, year or two. Hmm. Somebody, well, uh, I mean, I didn't have to really guess who would use it beyond the Murderer's Guild. I mean, obviously, they would definitely use Eckett's expertise. But Rude. I, we don't need Eckett's expertise. You don't. Some people are not as good as you. The lesser Murderer's Guilds. Just... The Poser's Guild? Yes. <laughs> yes, the Poser's Guild. Yeah. I contacted one of my contacts in the Court of Leaves who deals in... Well, we won't get into that. But... Hmm? Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. We won't get into that. But I did get a name that Eckett may or may not have been in contact with, or somebody who he would have to work with to get his shipments out. So it looks like the person who may have been at his contact in Lake Town was a guy named Alaskir Vardis. I don't know Alaskir personally, but he's... I'm not sure that he would be, like... What does Alaskir do? Oh, Alaskir oversees the files of the shipment yard. Like, the whole shipment yard. All the yards. The west, the north, the south, the east. He contains all of the records and shipments for everything that comes in and out of Lake Town. So he is the mm, guy. Okay. So... If anybody who would know anything about a shipment coming from Eckett, it would probably be him. Okay. I mean, even the accountant has to go through him at some point. So he's been there for 30 years. Like, he's probably seen everything in a half. I also got a weird name from Misery. Some person named Asa Sparling, who has been dealing with some off-hour shipments in Vasilisa. Somebody caught him doing that, and I guess he's been in jail the last couple months for something like that which is weird because he's a weatherman sky reader meteorologist the name changes wait throughout the years. a weatherman who decided that he was going to go illegal and make illegal shipments i guess I mean, have you seen how bad the weathermen are here in the valley it's practically illegal already oh gosh it was kind of weird they they caught him with some weird toys and when they opened it up they were full of teeny tiny kind of like exploding seeds maybe Hmm. Ooh. Exploding toys? That seems like Eckett? Yeah, that's why I called my people. There's also a person, like the the main one, if the Murderer's Guild needed some sort of explosive or big bang thing or fireworks or anything, Eli Halverston would know everything. Mickey just has an appalled look on his face. You don't need a big bang to stab somebody in the back. Who are they working with? <laughs> mm. Poser's Guild, obviously. Her face kind of falls a little bit. Well, I, I don't know. I don't, I've never really dealt directly with them. But Eli Halverston is well known as the accountant and member of the Murder's Guild. And generally, from what my contact said, handles all the quote unquote messy weapons himself. Okay. I also got a name, but I have no idea who this person is. Draken Huxley? And mind you, this is somebody one of my contacts who has seen weird, suspicious shipments and has kind of been checking out Eckett. I didn't know that until I contacted them, which I guess Eckett's been, like I said, doing some crazy stuff. Gabriella, you recognize Draken Huxley. They are a captain in the Black Sparrow gang, and you have seen this person with Nicholas many times. Hmm. Uh, Draken, part of that awful, terrible group that has plagued Lake Town and the surrounding areas, the Black Sparrows. He's disreputable. He's seems to be middle highish, 
in there, as far as I can tell. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to give you the name of my contact because they do good work, but these were kind of four names that I got from my contact in Misery, one from Lake Town, and I'm still kind of waiting back for quarter leaves. They haven't contacted me back yet. You're so, probably blacklisted. I mean, you did get cursed after all. That's not how that works. Uh, yeah. Mickey. Thank you so much, Spira, for getting us these names. Absolutely. This will be absolutely helpful. By the way, Irithel right now is just wearing common clothes. She's not wearing her leather armor because her leather armor is wet. <laughs> and yeah. Is it partially destroyed? Is it? Or is it salvageable? It's... How much damage do you take? Yeah, it's a little bit. It's a salvageable. There's some There's some Skimpier. burn. Yeah, there's skimpy. Okay, cool. <laughs> there's some burn marks in areas, but it holds together. Okay, we're just skimpy Arthur. Armor, got it. We'll get that fixed when we get back to Lake Town. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else? So with the pendant, are, is Spira keeping that? We oh, don't need it anymore? Spira. The most Sorry, important Spira. thing. I apologize. And she walks over and opens up the box. And she says, tense when it opens. (laughs) She she says, I figured out why it was activating. Uh Uh-huh. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I need, Gabriella, step back a little bit, step back. Okay. And she grabs a board under the floor and pulls it up and and puts her claw underneath to grab what looks to be a large bag of dust. And she says, watch, watch what happens. And she places it down. And moves the amulet closer to it. And all of a sudden the eye opens up. But it doesn't look around. So what I'm thinking is that this thing is activated with bone dust. But someone has to be looking through the thing at the time. That's why this is a cheap knockoff. This is not my work because it would just work no matter what. Bone dust? Yeah. I guess there was bone dust in the area when we first found it. That would make sense, I guess. Why bone dust? There was something in the rhyme. Maybe it has something to do with that. I seem to recall that crazy uh, Erngon woman who was speaking this rhyme right before she uh, um, expired. Right. I believe. There was a lot about dust at one point that she kept repeating. Hmm. Okay. There are a lot of weird things being tied to this, to my captor, because we've got the weird creatures. We've got bone dust. We've got people becoming bone dust. We've got this thing. My capture, which Did it involve bone dust? I don't remember bone dust with my capture, no, but a lot (laughs) of it is obscured. (laughs) I was mostly kept in a cage. Maybe the cage was lined with bone dust. (laughs) Wouldn't surprise me. I was like in a, his main room type of deal, like where you would put your prize bird in a gilded cage type of deal for show. So you were part of his menagerie? Yes. Yeah, very much on show. Very much like, ooh, look, I have a pretty bird. Woo. Type of thing. Mm-hmm. He sounds hideous. Yes. Mm-hmm. And while you guys are talking about this, she pulls out a tool and starts digging at the back of this amulet. And when you guys looked at it, it looked perfect. But she seems to know exactly where to place this thing. And all of a sudden, the back pops off. He goes flying across the room. The batteries fall out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, yes. You see very, very, very small amount of bone dust. She said, that's why it makes it work. Okay. And it ran out. So whenever it was near bone dust, it was working again. Oh. So not only does it activate with bone dust, it literally 
activates with bone dust. It, it runs on bone it dust. It runs on bone dust. Mm-hmm. So you said that when someone's actively seeing through it, that's when we can like hear their voice? Can you put a reverse tracking on it if you had it long enough? You know I could. I would need some help though. Do you think your grandma would be up for a an old jaunt? I mean, she was down enchanting talking lane? about something like that earlier. Oh, new doctor. Oh, by the way, you should probably, if you have the means available in your spells for the day, to make another call over to. Oh, um, I forgot. Let, let her know that we we that we're okay, and, and that you're okay. You're okay. Yeah, I should probably she... just go over there. It's been yeah. a it's been a few years. Oh, I mean. I think that's... Please visit your friend more often than every <laughs> few years. <laughs> she doesn't like to come around my place. It smells bad. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> well, I think that would be a good idea to go and visit. Some of us got a little bit banged up looking at Irithel. Eh, you know, a little banged up, but doing okay. I just... You're at like 15 of what? 45. <laughs> <laughs> and that was only... Oh, thank you so much, Spire, for those temp hit points, because that feel like that was the only thing holding me up there for a little the bit there. Speech. Yeah. <laughs> speech. We're talking game of mechanics now. We're breaking the fourth wall. What are temp HP? Yeah. <laughs> Rallying speech. I feel like that was the only thing holding me in there is... Oh, it must be that new young people lingo. That's yeah. Um, I'm assuming you're going back to your grandma's. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I, I if just it's didn't a... know if we needed to take a break before we immediately head off again. Oh, no, 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 no. If that thing's gone and... You guys took care of it. It's totally safe here. Nothing co- really comes over here. I can do a short rest over tea and get some hit die back. Yeah, yeah. Let me grab some stuff and see what I can do. And she cracks her pixie knuckles and her claw knuckles as well, even though claws don't have knuckles. But you hear mm-hmm. some popping. Do you also just need more sleep? Like, you've only got like an hour of sleep. I can sleep there. <laughs> <laughs> she opens up a chest and she starts throwing oh. things into the chest. I'm just going to enjoy my tea and... Uh, take some hit points back. <laughs> All right. Go ahead roll and roll your dice. hit dice. Yes. Uh, short rest. You guys are welcome to do your hit dice if you need to. Uh, if you had... Yeah, I can get back action search. I think That's fine. Irithel is the only one who took, hit, took damage, yes. though. Yes, she is. I'm amazed I'm still at max and still have my temp <laughs> HP. I'll probably use all my Sitting hit dice. 68 hit points. Okay, feeling much better. All right. You guys have some tea. She pulls out some kind of stale cookies. They've been there for a little bit. Gabrielle is kind of rooting around her pantry a little bit as Spira is packing her things. I'm going to look at the cookies and say, did warlocks make these? Uh, I don't know that Spira is a warlock. I, kind of, my question was for so Spira. Just... Spira, did warlocks make these cookies? I don't know. <laughs> Have warlocks <laughs> taken over the cookie industry? <laughs> yes. Some are trying very hard. <laughs> Izzy had some troubles with them outside of the valley, it sounds like, in the past. She's got history. I've never been outside the valley. I never really felt the need to, so noted. If I go outside the valley. Are they imported cookies? No. I got them from the Court of Leaves, so I I guess it could be warlocks. There's there's packs going on all over the place over there. I'm going to lightly nibble on one. (laughs) Okay. Roll a constitution suit. No, I was going to say. The you, one you, time. <laughs> she's here like, I got them from the fairies. I, I assume that's okay. <laughs> I got them from the fae. <laughs> she trusts the f- Hmm. I mean, they're I mean, her neighbors. But they're not Mina, so. Yeah. So you guys rest up. 
Get all your stuff ready to go. She's literally packed up her whole workshop in half of her bedroom. <laughs> oh my goodness. Did she point. find the Fabergé egg in her shoe? No. Why okay. would she? She doesn't need shoes. Okay, it's a joke a hundred years in the building here. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't oh, even no. doesn't even glance at that. Not even see the punchline. Make you probably be dead before the punchline is. That's fine. The punchline will happen, and Mickey's okay with that. Mm-hmm. So she locks up. She wards it up. And off we go to Grandma Graywillows. And off you go to Grandma Graywillows. We're off to see the granny. And you all level up. Hey! hey. And that's where we're gonna end our session. Oh my hey. gosh! We level up. Yeah. I'm so excited. Power Word Crit is directed by Corin Sparks and edited by Ashlyn McGregor. If you enjoyed our episode, tell your favorite kobold about us. Follow us on Facebook, tweet us at PowerWordCrit, send us an email at PowerWordCrit at gmail.com, and check out our website, PowerWordCrit.com, for character art and bios.